everyone. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Uh, this is Ed. This is Lynn. And we just want to welcome everyone to our special Christmas edition Christmas, of Christmas. Fika for Life! Fika for Life! Christmas Fika for Life! Christmas Fika for Life! Oh, Yay. that was really cool. That's a fancy name. So yesterday you guys already <coughs> listened to our babbling about Christmas traditions <laughs> in Sweden. Yes. Uh, we had a couple of things that we actually wanted to say too, but I mean, it was already 30 minutes. We talked yeah. more than 10 minutes about food already. Because there was way more food to talk about. Yeah, there was way, way more food we didn't talk about. But I today, know. actually, we wanted to share with you guys some happy Christmas memories. Yes. So it's it will be a fun episode and happy, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it'll make, and if you're listening to this, Hopefully that what we're talking about today, especially if you're celebrating Christmas alone, mm-hmm. maybe it'll just put a smile on your face or maybe it'll just make you think about something good that's associated with Christmas. So hopefully it'll lift you up. That's our goal. Yes. Um, Who should so, start? You I don't start? know. You you probably have the better stories. We well, can start yeah, with a bit of mine and then old. you can <laughs> you can have the cool ones and then I can slow it down and then you can okay. just ba- like blast out the best one in the end. I don't know. So, Lynn, <laughs> what is one of your happiest Christmas memories? I don't think I have like a top 10 or top 5 or even top 3. Um, but since I grew up in Germany as a second generation immigrant, so my parents come from Vietnam. And obviously, they didn't celebrate Christmas no. in the same way that German people do or Swedish people do. So, when they come to Germany, um, the only adaption they did was like, oh, okay, we get... Uh, days free or uh, off so on our kids are supposed to get presents so they don't get like sad at school so we got presents and that was nice but then we also mm. went to a lot of um friends of my parents because none of my relatives lived there okay uh, so we, wow. we went to friends of our parents and just hang out there and we got christmas presents there too so i mean last time we were talking about it was <coughs> a lot about christmas a lot about food family yeah. and presents sorry i have a food question again. <laughs> um but <laughs> In, yeah, but my, my Christmas was more about, like, family and presents. Okay. Oh, so on Christmas Day, did your family ever make pho? We would, at, we would eat pho, um, I don't know, every weekend or something. Really? Yeah. Oh, my god. Because gosh. pho is not, like, it's not a special dish. That's because you grew up in a Vietnamese family. <laughs> yeah, you, I know. If you, didn't grow up in a, if you didn't grow up in a Vietnamese family, trust me, it's a special thing. Yeah, it's but like, I think special yeah. dishes... My mom is a really, really good cook, and she cooks mm. a lot of crazy things, and she mm. sells it, and people would like order it from 100 kilometers away. Wow. Uh, so she she's really good at cooking. So I know I'm a bit spoiled at that point, so yeah. she would always make really nice <gasps> chicken feet salad. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so hungry now. Um, like... A lot of Vietnamese um, party food or even like, holiday like on food. Christmas Day and stuff. That's what yeah, also on Christmas Day. But my brother last year, unfortunately, I wasn't there um, because me and my husband we switch each year hmm. uh, at which family we celebrate Christmas. So last year he made a German uh, goose. Really? So he made like I think it was potatoes with. Um, red cabbage wow. and a goose. I'm like, wow, this year wow. you have to do it again because I want to yeah, eat it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so during the years when I grew up, we demanded like a Christmas tree and then we demanded. Okay. Wow. So when I became a Christian, I demanded we have to go to church. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of demanding in your Yeah, family. a lot of demanding. Uh, so we made our own traditions in that sense. And now I try to have my parents read the Christmas gospel each year. Wow. Um, and last time when I wasn't there, 
my mom was just like i wasn't there so my uh, mom was suggesting hey shouldn't we go to church on christmas so <gasps> wow i know right so wow that's a happy memory even though yeah. i wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> oh wait maybe the happy memories happen when you're not there well that's sad though that's, that, really that's sad, sad. <laughs> no we're only talking about positive things today let's erase that last thought that um, that unthought through thing that I say. You know, this so this year up. we are going to go. Yeah, we are going to be at Christmas at my parents, and um, I hope like they moved so much close to another church. So we're going mm-hmm. to that, I guess. Okay. And yeah, and my cousin has moved to Germany and she oh, got wow. married. So okay. we're going to celebrate with them, and mm. I hope Nomi will have a nice Christmas. Yeah. I mean, last year she oh. didn't really realizes no she's a little too young she's like um "Ah." this year i think she'll she'll get she'll get more out of it wow Hmm. oh wow christmas christmas is like i have so many i have so many christmas memories because uh being both you know american and and now living in sweden for so long um i just have a lot of weird ones okay so my first christmas in sweden um my first christmas in sweden um, was up in north in the north of Sweden in uh, my wife's uh, town of birth called Schleftio. Don't even try to spell it. You'll spell it wrong <laughs> if you don't speak Swedish. Uh, but what happened was we went to this Christmas market because it's really popular here that a, a lot of towns, especially up in the north, um, they'll have Christmas markets. And so you go and you can get like handmade things. And usually that's where I buy presents for my friends and family back home in the States. Because you get these really amazing things that people create with their hands, and it's oh, just you have to you, you have should to go live to it. Germany for Christmas markets. Really? When, yeah. Anyway, is it better than here? Uh, it's the whole season throughout, and <gasps> Germany is known for its Christmas markets. Oh my gosh! I need to go to Germany. <laughs> you okay. can't just go for a weekend because Christmas no, I'll markets go for like in, two or three weeks. Yeah, Christmas market in Germany is like from I think the first, like from now, yeah, until the twenty fourth. Okay. Anyway, so. sorry, I didn't want yeah. to ruin okay, but anyway, Christmas. <laughs> um, and so what, what it was is that I went to this Christmas market, and there was a, li- a real live reindeer. Now, I grew up, you know, <laughs> I grew up as a little kid with, like, Santa Claus and stuff. But I've never actually seen a reindeer at all in my life. Wow. And so I went, and, and you could touch the reindeer, and I was, like, so excited. I was, like, well, so You were a grown giddy. man then. I was, like, 34. <laughs> and I, and I, I'm, like... It's a raid. Like you should have seen me. I was like a little kid. I was like, it's a raid. Like a real reindeer. Can I touch it? And and my father and I was looking at me like, okay, this guy's got mental issues here. How can he marry my daughter? You know? It's too late and, now. And so my father and I asked the guy in Swedish if it's okay if I could touch the reindeer. And the and the fur is like it's a so it's a double thick fur and it's super soft and super thick. Uh, uh, and so, um, and so, I got a chance to touch the the reindeer, and that was like that was like so special. It was my first Christmas in Sweden. I got a chance to touch like to, <laughs> touch, see, a to touch a reindeer. I was so excited, and I got a, like a bought like a Sami. So Sami are the ind- indigenous people in Sweden. Um, in, in Sweden, in mm-hmm. America, we still call them like Laplanders, you know. But Laplanders that's is like, incorrect. Incorrect is not politically 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 correct. We call them Sami. Sami. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they have a lot of different crafts and stuff. And I was just like so amazed at all this cool stuff. Um, because one of my favorite movies at Christmas time was about the White Witch. And she was Oh my from, gosh. And she was from <laughs> and she was from Lapland. And so and she and it was so so I was like here it was like a range. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in the story. 
Um, so that was like when my Christmas, that was my first Christmas in Sweden. Um, and then, let's see, in the States, I mean, I have lots lots of good Christmases, um, especially when my grandfather was still my maternal grandfather. So he was like, he's not my bio- biological maternal grandfather, but my biological biological but maternal I can't say these words <laughs> grandfather died when my mom was really little and my grandmother got remarried and mm-hmm. so my papa Jesse that was my grandfather and he was really cool um, he would make a big deal because we were poor so I grew up in a really poor family my mom was a single parent she was 16 when she had me so she had like that's why she's jobs. still young that's why she, well, I don't know she's old <laughs> she's gonna turn 75 next year so old lady <laughs> wow um, but um um, but I really wanted a bicycle, and I knew we couldn't afford it. And I remember going to the, especially in the States when you're a little kid and you believe in Santa Claus, you wait in this long line. <gasps> oh. You sit on Santa Claus's lap. Like, it just seems like, That's it just seems so weird. wrong now. <laughs> like, right now, after Me Too, I'm like, oh, golly, what was I thinking? But she, you wait in this long line, and you sit on Santa Claus, and he's like, come, little boy, sit on my lap. <laughs> like, you hearing this, you know? And then you have Santa's elves, and they would take a picture. And, of course, the picture was way too much money. My mom would always buy the picture for me and Santa Claus. And I really wanted a, a bicycle. Sorry, because all my other friends had bicycles. And we couldn't afford it. And and now I know it was my grandfather that actually um, paid for the money with my mom. And uh, and so on Christmas Day, because we didn't have snow in, in Oakland, and I got a bicycle. And my mom and my mom took me outside and she taught me how to ride the bicycle. Oh, that's really nice. So it's just Christmas like a movie. You know? She's like, here's my mom running behind me. She's like, okay, now you can do it. Yay! And I was like, oh, oh I'm riding my bicycle. Now everyone, guys, you can't cry. We won't see you. We all shed <laughs> you know, a tear. Yes. Oh. So that was like one of my favorite Christmas memories. Or um, my grandmother was a really, really, really good cook. So my grandparents, all my grandparents are dead now. Um, but one of the things was that we would go to, to church early in the morning, and then we would come, and then we'd have Christmas breakfast, um, and then we'd go back to church again, and then we'd come <laughs> home and have Christmas dinner. Um, and and I just remember just all the good food, and we would sing Christmas songs and Christmas caroling. Oh, that's and, nice. And when I got older, so I was still Christmas carol. So we, uh, in, in San Francisco, at the cable cards, uh, my friends and I, we decided, okay, we're going to ride in the cable cards, and so we... Just rode on the cable cars and just started singing Christmas songs. Oh. Rode all the whole line back and forth, back and forth, and people were giving us money. Or we would go sing Christmas carols in in the neighborhoods, and people would come out. Oh, I've just made some hot cider, not alcoholic cider. It's just warm <laughs> apple juice with cinnamon in it. And people would come out and give you hot chocolate. Oh wow! And they were like, "Oh, this is really so great. Thanks for bringing the Christmas cheer." And I was like, "Oh, this is like you know." And you just feel so warm and gushy on the inside. You just want to hug everyone, love everyone, and kiss everyone. <laughs> um, so those are some of my my favorite Christmas memories. And not so much besides the bicycle. It wasn't really so much the presents. No. Um, and then my last memory I'm going to share, so Lynn can say something. <laughs> is, uh, my oldest son Eddie. He has Down syndrome. And what's been a tradition for in our family for the last, I guess, 10 years now, maybe six years, is that one Christmas, my father-in-law decided that Eddie was going to be Santa Claus. Oh. And if you knew my son, he he, he goes 100% in everything. <laughs> he can't do anything just halfway. It's always totally 100% commitment. And so all of a sudden, Eddie disappears. And like none of us knew about it. So we didn't know that my father-in-law had talked to Eddie 
and convinced him. So he had bought like a Christmas. Santa How old was outfit. he when you when you guys started at the tradition? Let's see. Eddie will be thirty five next year, so he was like twenty four, maybe. Okay, something like that. So it wasn't something you guys were like expecting. No, no, no like <laughs> like nothing. Like it never happened like that before. And all of a sudden, there's a knock on the door, and you're like, "Who's coming?" We're now? like, "Who is it?" And the Santa Claus comes in, and it's Eddie. <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know how many christmases that we have just died of laughter because he is just so funny and he would and like he's he's so into it he really believes now he's santa claus so he would find his own present he's like oh this is eddie's present oh well eddie's on vacation he's flown away i'm like oh you give me eddie's, eddie's present he's like papa <laughs> you know be quiet you know and i'm like what uh, am i am i santa claus's papa no I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> and it was, oh, it was so funny. Oh, man. And so you can imagine, like, I mean, it was just so funny. You have to be there. And so he, like, he sometimes needs help reading the, the presents and stuff. And, and it's just, and so my, my sister-in-law had kids. So the last, that was two Christmases ago, uh, that they ate, we had Christmas dinner together. And they were just so fascinated by the Santa Claus, who was just so funny. And we we're like, we're, the tears are falling. We're laying on the floor, like our stomachs hurt because it's just so much fun. And then Eddie comes back and he looks at all his presents and he's like all excited. And, and, and pretends and, like he, he didn't know. Yeah, like he didn't know. You know, and like we all know. But it's just like, and it's so much fun because my son is just like, like he's just such a giving, loving person. And so when he gets to do things and he loves helping out, and so it's just, yeah, that makes like the whole. That's what we look forward to. So it's, it's the, it's the, it's the Donald Duck. It's, just, then, it's your your. Yeah. So later on today, later on today, we'll be eating dinner with my with my in laws, and Eddie will be Santa Claus, and this will be the last Christmas, because now my my sister in law's kids are kind of big now. So, so big, they so. can't come for Christmas anymore? Yeah, yeah, they'll come for Christmas. But we, it's the last year that Eddie will probably dress up as Santa Claus. You better get some grandkids right now. Yeah, until grandkids <laughs> come. So once the grandkids come, we'll do it again. Because, uh, I mean, he's he's getting old, too. And so we're like, okay, well. Well, he he starts to become a real Santa Claus, that yeah, old one. But but he's like, but for him, he's like, he, he wants to keep doing it. Because for him, it's like his big thing. He looks forward to it. Um, so <laughs> we can find him some kids where he can do Santa Claus. Yeah, like, I guess if we had kids at church. And and Eddie got to be Santa Claus. He would think that was like really funny. He was we like, have kids at church, but uh, I think people at church are like, year. yeah. But we will all be like, no, our kids don't believe in Santa Claus. Like, <laughs> Wait till I give them a sermon. Why you should believe in Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> Why Jesus has sent Santa Claus? Because <laughs> it's the Lord. No, no but um, yeah. Uh, so, but now you live in Sweden, yeah. And have you had any any good Christmas memories while you've been in Sweden? I think it's difficult because we are not in our home home. Yeah. So don't rub us, please. <laughs> when we're not Wait, there. have you already brought presents? <laughs> or are you hiding them? Because I can... Some presents, but they okay. they are not like that big. Um, uh-huh, but okay. we, like every year, we, we spend either Christmas at uh, my parents' home yeah. in Germany or yeah. Jonas' parents' home mm. in Sveg. <laughs> so it's not like it's our home's Christmas. Yeah. So, okay. I don't know. I remember... Wait, wait. In- how big is, is Sveg? Because people who don't know what Sveg is... You know, you Sveg is a very, 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 very little village. It has like two and a half thousand people yeah. inhabitants. And it's the biggest place around. Yeah. I it has an airport. In the whole area. <laughs> in the whole area. So, yeah. it's the mo- most unpopulated area in Sweden. Mm. Um, and it's actually a bit in the middle. It's not even in the way north. There are no. even more people per land. 
yeah unit than mm. where my where my husband comes from. Um, but what I was thinking about is that even though Germany is not a religious country in that sense, mm. uh, they always played the Christmas story on the kids' channel. Okay, wow. Every year. Wow. Um, and I know That's in nice. Sweden they also have Yule Kalendern. Yeah. But it becomes wackier every year. <laughs> I know. Last year was really strange. So Yule Kalenders, if you don't know. So what happens is that... Um, so in Sweden, we have a Christmas program that starts at the first of Advent mm -hmm. and ends on Christmas Day. And there's usually some kind of story. So some of them have been really good. But some of them are just so spaced out. You're like... <laughs> Was yeah, there was some people. new calendar that was about space and going yeah. back in time yeah. and stuff. It's like, okay. And the best ones were the ghosts in the castle. So yeah, yeah. Uh, home, so. Yeah, I think most people like that one. Yeah, that um, was a, and, and, and the one about um, uh, about Pelle Svanslers. Mm -hmm. So about it's, it's a cat. cat with doesn't have a tail. And it's really famous for Uppsala where we live. So, yeah. But it, <laughs> that was a good one. People really liked that one too. So I think that, um, I don't know, my husband and me, we. <clears throat> We probably should think of our own Christmas traditions, hmm. and we just got a may. What's it called? Major? No, major. I thought you said a maid. Nay. <laughs> a manger. A major that our parents-in-law bought from Israel, and wow. my friend and me, we made one ourselves <laughs> with our very creative hands and eyes uh, before, and it's more like a bit more childish and not as crafty. Hmm. So I'm actually wondering, like, which one I should put up. Should I put on the one Both. I made myself or the one that we actually got and which mm. is much more craftsmanship? Mm. So it's a bit yeah. difficult there. Yeah, I mean, isn't that kind of like one of the, one of the things when you're when you're married? And you come from two different places, mm -hmm. and so you kind of and Christmas is like a big deal in both places, and you have to sort of. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I never get to go to the states for Christmas, so I haven't celebrated Christmas with my family in the states in like ooh, decades. Um, but I always celebrate every year with uh, with my in-laws, you know, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law. Um, so it's a lot easier because they just live five minutes away from our house. We just <laughs> walk there. I'm like, oh, wow, great. Um, but um, what what would be the thing that, like now when Numi, so you have a daughter and Numi mm -hmm. and stuff like that. What kind of stuff like that? <laughs> Nomi like, and stuff like that. Nomi <laughs> and a bunch of other stuff. I don't know what else you gave birth to, but some <laughs> other stuff, you know. No, but but did um, uh, what kind of traditions would you want her to? Would you like to try to pass on to her? Uh, I actually remember one thing that that was very moving, and that was one of my favorite, my one of really mm. nice Christmas um memories. So Jonas' parents, so my husband's parents, they are very loving and and very open and hospitable mm. and they had been uh, <coughs> a guardian or they've taken in a young man from afghanistan oh, wow. you know, a boy from afghanistan yeah. and helped him to get on his feet and learn a language and so on oh, wow. That's nice. and they invited him obviously for christmas mm. and it was his first christmas and he is not a christian so mm. probably had not, never experienced any christmas like that so he joined us and helped us with uh, preparing the Yule board, the Christmas wow. table, and nice. spent some time with us and the family. And I mean, I think his parents have died, and he had like siblings who have died, okay. and he had, had wow. a really tough way to Sweden. Mm. Um, and then it was present time, and obviously he didn't get any presents for anyone because mm. 
who would expect it of him? Mm. He, he, I don't think he had money at that point. I don't yeah. know. He didn't know us. Mm. So we got presents for him and he was crying. Everyone was like crying no. too. Oh. Um, we were like, oh, this is wow. so nice. And I think this is one of the spirits uh, yeah. in Christmas that I also want to keep on passing on to Nomi maybe. That Christmas right. is not about your presents. Mm. It's not only about um, having a cozy time together, but actually to give something to someone else. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's actually what I what I miss uh, every Christmas. So um, uh, this Christmas uh, today, so at, at our church here in in Gotsunda in, in Uppsala, where I work at, uh, last year um, I started uh, with some people that worked. We started Christmas tradition. So we have a church service where our, our kids uh, sing a bunch of songs with the Christmas text, and then we open the church up for our Christmas lunch. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people in our area that are alone. A lot of them are immigrants. Uh, we have a lot of people who've come to Sweden uh, seeking asylum, but without any family or anything, and they have no one to celebrate Christmas with. Yeah. And so we open the church. And we just make this full-on Christmas dinner. I mean, Christmas lunch, and people come in, and we'll sing Christmas songs together. Um, and we then we give a present to everyone that's that's shown up. Um, and that's just one of those ways of just making sure that we. Don't make Christmas just about us and make yeah. private and stuff. But to, the thing which you're talking about with Numi is to share uh, with share the Christmas joy with others. Invite other people into the joy. So, um, and I and I hope that wherever you're at and you're listening to us today, that if you have the opportunity to to share Christmas joy, whether you're a believer or not, that's not important. What's important is that on this day when we're celebrating peace on earth and goodwill, you know, good intentions, blessings to everyone on the earth, then on this day, then I hope that you will take an opportunity uh, to spread that joy. To it's never light. too late. Like, don't no. don't think like, oh, I should have prepared something. Just, no, I mean, you simple. can just, yeah, you can just open the door, go to your neighbor, say, ring on that door and just say, hey, we just want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Give them a hug. And then that that's it. Like, you yeah. don't have to make a big deal out of it. Don't You don't have to invite them in if you don't want to, but you mm. can. Like, Make make something out of it. Yeah. I mean, because today is a really a special day. And it's one of the few days in the year where almost the whole wide world, this is like all around the world, mm. people are concentrating on this day. And it's it's kind of weird. Like the birth of Jesus, the celebration of the birth of Jesus, is a day when we're supposed to actually talk about joy, um, looking towards other people. How can we help them, serve them? How can we lift them up? And so uh, take the opportunity. I think that... When you do nice things for people, I, I just think it's just a good thing, and it really changes us, you know. So, <clears throat> so that was that. So, so yeah. And at three o'clock today, I will be <laughs> watching the duck. Oh, I can't get away from him, from him. You know, he's just crazy. Um, and then um, tomorrow will be the day after Christmas, which is a, a holiday here in Sweden. Mm-hmm. And then at the main cathedral in our town, we'll be going to. The Christmas service, which is in English. Wow. And, and so in, and is I, it every year in English? Yeah, every year it's in English on wow. the 26th. And so 25th, that, you mean? Yeah, oh yeah, tomorrow's the 25th. Sorry, no, sorry, it's... Yeah, this 25th, is a, because people this know is the, that English-speaking people yes, celebrate Christmas the, on the 25th. This is the confusing thing in Sweden again. <laughs> we celebrate on the 24th, then we have Christmas Day, and then the 26th, which is the day after Christmas, is also a holiday. And it's on the 26th That's that nice. we have the service in English. Yeah. And so we go to uh, go to the main cathedral, that massive cathedral with a big organ. 
And then we sing traditional Christmas songs, joy to the world, you know, Ooh, and uh, was, yeah, and it's so cool. It's so amazing. We're only, and we we're probably only maybe like four or 500 people there. Um, but it's really cool because, and, and, and the whole service is in English and you're just like, whoa, it's just so amazing. So that, that's for me, it's a really special, special day mm-hmm. um, to have a Christmas service in English like, like that. And some years I'm asked uh, to read the text, you know, the Christmas story. Which is like because really, uh, you're an English speaker. Because I'm an English speaker <laughs> and I work in the church as a priest, and so everyone knows, like, oh, well, Ed can do it. You know, <laughs> if you get here in time, Ed, you can do it. <laughs> um, so Merry Christmas, everyone! Yeah, Merry enjoy Christmas. your Christmas dinner and presents and family time, and don't yeah. forget the strangers outside your door. Yeah. Yeah. How much time do we have left? Five minutes. Well, you know what? I'm going to do something really weird now. We haven't talked about this, but. There is something... Something happy? <laughs> yeah, something happy. And, because I, I really like um, reading the the Christmas story. And so I decided I would try maybe read just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Can't read the whole thing. But just for those of you... Um, who haven't heard it. Who haven't heard it yet. So here's the <clears throat> here's the Christmas story. Yeah, are you ready? And you can find this if you want to follow along in a Bible. It's in the Gospel of Luke, um, chapter 1, starting at verse 5. Okay, so here we go. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the division Abijah. And he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Now, while he was serving as priest before God, When his division was on duty, according to the custom of the priesthood, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense. And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. And you shall call his name John. So this is the background to the start of the story. Is that a cousin of someone we're going to talk to in a minute <laughs> had a baby and no one thought she could do it. Now we're going to jump ahead. So if you're writing in your Bible, you want to jump to verse 26. In the sixth month, it's the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. 
And Mary said, Behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So Mary goes to live with Elizabeth and, you know, and comes back. John the Baptist is born and she tells Joseph and now they have to go away. And in chapter two, the really famous story that everyone hears. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was the governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you this day in the city of David... Um, sorry, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on the earth peace among those who, with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that was like, you know, a shorter reading of the entire Christmas story. Um, and that's what this day is. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus. Um, and we celebrate it through food, through family, not working, mm. having time for each other, uh, and for actually helping those who are in need. So be the salt, be the light. Merry Christmas Merry and Christmas. a Happy New Year. And a Happy New Year, guys. Yeah. Take care. Take care. Don't forget to write to us. And if you like us, make sure you like it and share it with your friends. And subscribe. Subscribe to Fika for Life. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas. And we hope to hear you again. <laughs>